Welcome to Making Lemonade Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany D'Andrea, and Making Lemonade Podcast is the podcast for you if you want to get the real-life chat, the real-life talk about life, business, and real estate investing. So stick around for today's episode, and I hope that it leaves you inspired, you're able to laugh, and you're able to learn. Okay, so <laughs> y'all have already saw the cover art. If you haven't, you already see the title and you already know what I'm about to talk about. And I have not been able to talk about this, so that's what I'm about to do today. So get your popcorn, get your wine, get your Hennessy, whatever you're drinking on, get your water, whatever you're drinking on, because I'm about to go into detail and I'm going to try to do it in less than. 15 minutes okay so you saw the title you know what I'm about to talk about a lot of people are like asking me like what happened why were you in jail and I'm about to tell y'all okay so let's just start from the top if you follow me on Instagram and my Instagram is encourage millions or ask Tiffany by the way if you follow me on encourage millions or Instagram I made a post about um, me going to jail at some point last year around the summertime before my birthday, right before my birthday, but I couldn't go into detail about what happened, but those charges were dismissed because they were a lie anyway. And so now I am free to do as I please in regards to speaking about this situation. Of course, I'm still not going to name names because this individual is very close to me. Um, and I will have to deal with them the rest of my life, but I do want to just give a little bit of more, I guess, detail about what happened with that whole situation, because I know that people follow me and I know people are like inquiring about my life because I do put my life out there on social media that will never change. Um, but I do feel the need to address this. So I am in this podcast and I may have addressed it in a podcast before this, but honestly, um, I'm in the process of like rebranding my podcast from just real estate investing to talking about life, business and real estate investing, because I get asked a lot about those things, those topics. And so this particular podcast is going to um, just give you a little background on what happened with that situation. Okay. Now, I went to jail back in, um, actually it was April 27th, I'll never forget. I went to court for a matter um, that I filed and I found myself in jail. So your girl got set up, okay? So I show up at court, I got on my suit, I'm looking fine, I got my wig on, my synthetic wig, by the way, and I'm looking fine, I'm in court, Um, this particular individual show up. And I'm just thinking everything going smooth. The judge is giving me what I asked for. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey, hold up. Well, not her, not the judge, but the attorney for the other side was like, hey, hold up. Um, that girl, she got criminal charges. And I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. Criminal charges. Because one thing about me, Growing up, I had a bad attitude. I used to get in fights. I'm not going to lie. I I used to be a little firecracker. I'm short. I got Napoleon complex. I ain't even going to lie. But one thing about me, 
is that I made sure that I did not become a statistic from my environment because I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the projects. I grew up in the hood of Birmingham. So I made sure that I stayed away from jail because I hate jail. I feel like jail is a trap for our African-American community. And I'm not going to lie about that. That is what I feel. Now, some people deserve to be in there, but a lot of people don't, especially for the, uh, the length of time that they are in there. So when I heard criminal charges, I was like, I don't know, like a, like a, uh, a fog just went up in my mind. Like I, I, I'm like criminal charges. What? So I still, y'all, I still was standing there before the judge. Like, okay, I got criminal charges. Okay. I'll see y'all next time. Like, I'm still thinking like, okay, whatever. Until she was like, I'm gonna need you to go have a seat over there behind the bench. And I'm like, have a seat. And then she started talking about, you know, I need to call somebody because, and then I heard her say, if you have jail phobia, I'm going to allow you the opportunity to call somebody. So y'all, let me tell y'all about why I love social media and why I will always love social media. Okay. So I'm sitting in court and I'm texting my mom, my mom not answering. Y'all, if y'all know my mama. She is the poster child for the black mama, okay? So if you call her over and over and over and over and over, you're going to think that she's going to answer the phone because she's thinking something is wrong. This lady was somewhere shopping, okay? She ain't even getting any of my calls. And I'm like, at a time like this, so I'm trying to call my mom so that she can go pick the kids up from daycare. I'm like this lady ain't answering okay so then i started trying to text my cousins i couldn't get them either so i'm like i gotta go to to facebook okay so i go on facebook and i post that i'm going to jail well everybody think i'm playing and they like oh okay tiffany going to facebook jail and inside i'm like no y'all fools i'm going to jail and i need somebody to come get me out so they was not <laughs> paying me any attention until one of my cousins they were at the zoo at the time, saw my post, and they got in touch with my mom. We went from there. I had to go turn myself in, which I did, in my nice little suit. So I went to the ATM first. I got my money out, and I was like, um, okay, I'm about to go turn myself in. I got my money out. I got down to the um, bondsman's place because the way we were going to do it was I was told I would go to the bail bondsman and um, I would turn myself in and my mom would come right behind me and bond me out. That's what I was told, okay? <sighs> because of the charge, when we got down there, the lady was like, oh no, you got to stay in here for 24 hour hold because it was a DV charge. And I'm like, what? 24 out. Like, y'all, I tell people all the time, I would never be the individual to go 24 hours without my phone. I would never be the individual to go 24 hours without, like, seeing my kids, unless they're, like, with their dad or they're with family or something like that. I'm out of town. Like, I just don't do it. And so I was like, I got to go 24 hours? 24 hours. Okay? So... I turned myself in. I remember my mom was um 
standing there and the bell buns me. I, the, the buns place was actually across the street from the jail. So she was going to call the police officer over and he was going to come arrest me at the bell buns place. So my mom was trying to stick around. I was like, mom, you got to go. I didn't want my mom to see me getting handcuffed. Okay. So I was like, mom, you got to go. So she left. Well, she pretended like she left, but really she was outside in the parking lot. Um, luckily he didn't put handcuffs on me. We just walked to the car, got in the car, drove across the street. I got in to get booked and processed. Um, and so the whole time I'm like thinking like, you know, um, I'm gonna have to like stay in the holding cell upstairs. That didn't happen. Uh, and so I got in there, I'm sitting down. So y'all remember I said I had on this synthetic wig that was, I was slaying. Okay. I had a beat face. I had a nice suit on. I was looking good. Okay. Every guy that came in, every police officer that came in, bringing somebody in, um, to jail will be like, what you do? I told him, oh, DV charge. Oh, yeah, you did it. You did it. Yeah, you look crazy. Y'all, that pissed me off so bad. Like, I, I think I was sitting there getting even more angry. Because I'm like, because of the way I look, because you feel like I look good, that I'm automatically crazy. I thought I would be able to tell y'all this story in less than 15 minutes, but it don't look like it's going to happen, okay? So just stay tuned, okay? Now... I'm sitting there and I'm like, because y'all think I'm cute, I'm automatically crazy. Okay, cool. So they come and they give me the little um outfit to put on or whatever. It was like a maroon jumpsuit. And I was like, inside, I was like, lady, please don't make me take my wig off. But luckily, she didn't, I didn't have to take my wig off. I had gave my mom all my jewelry before I went in. And so I didn't have anything on me except my ID. I think it was the only thing I had. So um, I put on my jumpsuit. I'm waiting upstairs. And they and so I'm like, okay. Um, the booking lady told me to call her once I get processed. So I did that. Um, I got fingerprinted, all that stuff. And so <laughs> inside... I'm like, okay, I'm about to be able to sit up here in this holding cell. And then all of a sudden, they were like, um, come on, you going to um, your cell? I'm like, wait a minute. I got to go where? So they take me down to, I found out later that they actually put me in the psych area because they were booked in the other area, which worked out for me because if I was in the other area with that wig on and with that beat face, I probably would have got beat up. Not that I wouldn't have, you know, threw them hands, but I probably would have got beat up, y'all. So I get in the psych area, don't know it's the psych area, but I, but now when I think back, I was wondering why these women were like walking around in circles. Y'all, Lord. They was walking around in circles over and over and over and over and over. It was like orange is the new black, for real. So I get in there. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Like, but they kept coming up to me saying, um, you want your your lunch? You want your tray? You want this? And I'm looking like, don't act, don't talk to me. This is how I was feeling. Inside, I'm like, do not talk to I don't want to talk to nobody. Nobody. So 
they were um walking around their little circle they gave me my little first of all they didn't tell me where i was gonna take a shower they didn't give me any soap they didn't give me any toothpaste they didn't give me a toothbrush they just pushed me in that little uh general population area and shut the door and i'm just there and they gave me a mattress and a blanket so i took my little mattress in in my cell luckily um it was a girl in there with me but like maybe about four hours later, she ended up leaving. She had been in there for a while too. She ended up leaving. Um, I just got on the top top bunk and I was just to myself. Now, let me tell y'all about Strawberry. So it was this inmate in there named Strawberry who <laughs> she did everything for me. Like she maybe was in like her late forties. Um, she did everything for me in exchange for me giving her um my tray because i wasn't eating also before i went to jail i was actually on a fast and i was having trouble keeping up with my fast and i'm tell y'all when god wants you to do something <laughs> he gonna find a way for you to do it so i was having trouble keeping up with my fast i ended up in there and i ended up fasting forcefully because i was not gonna eat the food that they was giving so strawberry would come you know as long as i gave her my tray she she gave me toothpaste she um couldn't find me soap so i was not able to take a shower in there um and she just was really nice and i feel like if it was not for her i probably would have really lost my mind so i stayed in there on that top bunk i talked to some other girls but their situation made me so sad that I didn't even want to talk to him anymore. Like it was a girl in there, 20, she was like 22, um, in there for a possession of crack. And you could like, one thing I noticed was that all of their faces was broke out. When I left, when I got out after my 30, 31 hours, because that 24 hours really turned into 31 hours, um because i fell asleep on the blanket that they gave me and the mattress my face was broke out on the entire side um i stayed in that cell with with my bible i found a bible i stayed in that cell i read proverbs i didn't want to talk to anybody okay and what i learned in there that entire time being alone is that at any point in your life your freedom can be taken and it doesn't matter who you are. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you got. It doesn't matter um, what you're doing on social media, what kind of company you got, what kind of business you got. Like, I was really sitting in there like, oh, my God. I had just spent weeks on Instagram teaching about real estate investing, growing my business, helping others. And here I am sitting in a cell for something I didn't even do. Like it was beyond me that I was sitting in this cell for something that I did not, that I did not do. Um, and so I remember I was just praying. I was just praying and praying and praying. I was like, God, please let them call my name, please. Like I knew that my 24 hours were up because it was the next day. So I got booked. I went to jail around 11 a.m. That previous day, I got booked around four. Um, I didn't get out until like seven, six p.m. the following day. 
um, or something like that. And that took a while because the correctional officers was like taking forever to come get me when I was bonded out by the Bell's Bondsman lady. But um, I just really learned that like, it don't matter who you are. Like jail don't have a name. Like your inmate number don't have a name for you. Like you're their inmate number, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know my number, but I know I was in cell J13, but I just know that it don't matter who you are. Like your freedom can't get taken at any moment. And when I look back on that situation, I think about people like Sandra Bland and other women that go in there and they die. Like I literally, y'all, I was, I could not fall asleep because I I watch everything. I watch Snapped, ID, First 48. Like, y'all, I was in there the whole night. I was like, oh, my God, is the um correctional officer going to come in here and try to make me perform or sex? Like, that's what I was thinking the whole night. I was like, oh, my God, please don't let him come in here. Like, I heard the doors opening and the correctional officers coming in there late at night. Why? I don't know. I don't know if they was checking to see if we were asleep. I don't know, but I was pretending like I was asleep. And I was like, please, God, don't let this man try to come in here because I'm going to really be in jail for beating up a correction officer. Okay? So that next morning, um, I just was like ready to go. Ready to go because uh, another inmate came in and she was real psycho and she was talking about my wig and she was telling me how I wasn't shit without my wig on. Y'all, luckily this girl was in solitary confinement because I would have beat her down. Like I was so mad, I would have beat her down. But luckily that's what she was at. But she was telling me like, hey, you ain't shit with that wig, bitch. Excuse the language. I'm going to make this explicit. Um, but she was like, you ain't shit with that wig. And inside, y'all, I was kind of like, damn, I'm really not shit with this wig on in here. Okay? I done woke up, my face broke out. I'm ready to go. So when I got out, um, I was pissed off for about uh, a month to about three months after that. I didn't talk to people for real. Um, I didn't. I was just pissed. Like, And also... Because of the situation, someone very close to me had to go to jail as well. So I was really pissed, okay? Um, I didn't talk to people. I didn't want to promote my business on Instagram. I didn't want to talk to y'all about real estate because I just felt like here I am teaching y'all about real estate and I can't even do my rehabs on my houses. I can't even check on my real estate because of this shit. Like I was pissed, okay? So the crazy part of it all is I forgive the individual for what they did, not because I want to forgive them, but because I have to in order to move forward. So long story short, my charges were dismissed because this individual was lying. And when we got to court, his lies caught up with him and he decided to dismiss all charges. So that entire situation was a waste of my life, was a waste of my money, was a waste of my time. Okay, but the biggest lesson I learned about this all, and that's why I say this is my last time speaking on this matter. My sister taught me um, to to speak another story over my life. And that's what I want to leave you all with um, today. Speak another story like you don't have to. What I learned 
is that you don't have to continue to speak about the bad that has happened to you. What people want to hear is what you're going to do next. Like, I talked about the bad. I talked about me being in jail. I couldn't go into detail because I was in, in a case. But I talked about it for months. And now I'm at a place where I can tell y'all I have had the best months of my life since getting out of jail. And I'm going to cover those in my podcast for 2019. But y'all, I'm telling you, my sister was absolutely right when she said that you have to speak a new story over your life. Like, yeah, I'm from the projects and I'm from the hood, but guess what? I have a master's degree. You have to tell people like, if you are, you know, a guy that went to jail and you're, you got out, you're a convicted felon, but you built a, a business, a handyman business, or um, you're selling shoes, or you got a boutique or a Shopify store online, and you're doing well, talk about that store. Talk about what you're doing in your business. Um, that's what I do now. I don't really talk about the jail situation. D- d- deep inside, I kind of knew I was going to get my charges dismissed. That's why I didn't even um, get a real attorney. I got a court appointed attorney. I wasn't going to spend money for something that I know that I didn't do. So that's what I want to leave you with today. Tell a new story over your life um, and just try your best to look at things in a different light. Paint a new picture around things that have happened to you, I don't care what it is. It could be the worst thing ever. But paint a new picture. Tell a new story because you cannot play the victim forever. And I could not play the victim forever, but I had to make sure that I got this out and I got this off my chest because I felt like everybody around me was not believing me when I kept saying I did not hit this person. I did not do this. I'm innocent. Nobody believed me. Even the people, even when I was sitting in the jail and the police officers walking in saying, oh, you did it. You look crazy. Okay. So tell a new story over your life and always, always, always accept the help from individuals that you wouldn't even think would help you. And in my case, it was Strawberry, the inmate in that jail. Okay? So this was today's episode. Make sure you rate and subscribe and make sure you share with your family and friends who need to hear. And as always, check me out on Instagram at Encourage Millions, Facebook at Encourage Millions, or EncourageMillions.com. Bye.